I'm Kirby Glad. I'm a professional registered parliamentarian certified by the National Association of Parliamentarians. Now, parliamentary simply means about meetings. It's about how to run meetings and how to make them better, faster, and more enjoyable. Incorrectly believe that you have to adopt an agenda for every meeting. And that simply isn't part of Robert's rules. Additionally, in this podcast, I'm going to explain not only why is it not required, but also why it's a bad idea. So the reason why this idea gets propagated is that uh, you do need to adopt an agenda for a convention, an annual meeting, a member meeting that might be handled annually, something that isn't a regular meeting. But for a regular meeting, here's the rule from, from Robert, section 41, paragraph 60. It is customary to adopt an agenda or program for each session in organizations that do not hold frequent regular meetings and at conventions and other sessions that may last for several days. So if you only have an annual meeting or you're having a convention, then yes, you need to adopt an agenda. Otherwise, it is not necessary at all. Why is it not necessary? Now, you do need to have an agenda, but you don't need to adopt it. Now, you need to have an agenda because you need to know what order we're going to take things up in, what category. So that is called an order of business. And that's actually already provided in Robert's rules. In fact, if you adopt an agenda that it takes things in a different order than Robert's rules, then you have to adopt it by a two-thirds vote. So here's the order of business in Robert's rules. First, the minutes of the last meeting are approved or any previous minutes that were not yet approved. Next is reports of officers. Next is reports of committees. Next is special orders. And next is general business or a new business. So let me just explain what those mean. Now, the idea is that in, in a Robert's Rules meeting, you don't have to lay out who's going to say what and who's going to speak and what the what the motions are we're going to consider. When you get to that category in the meeting, anybody who has something to say in that category is entitled to say it. So when you get to the officer reports, if the chair has a report, the chair wants to give, the chair gives it. And then if the chair has recommendations, then those items, uh, there can be a motion made and voted on and debated and everything right after the chair's report or the vice chair or the treasurer or any of those kinds of things. That This is where the action items for from the officers is taken care of. Next, after any officers that has a report can, can make it, then we have the reports of standing committees. Standing means it's committees that are defined in your bylaws. So if a standing committee has a report, uh, it could be a bylaws committee or audit committee or uh, whatever committee it is, they can make the report and they can actually make a motion. Committees can make motions. So if the uh, bylaw committee wants to adopt a particular bylaw change, then they will make that motion in their report. And then we divide, we discuss it and, and, uh, and take action on that motion at that time. It doesn't need to be held until, quote unquote, new business. Uh, then ad hoc committees or special committees, they can make their reports and they can make motions and those motions are handled exactly at that time. Then we have what's called special orders. And that is 
uh, also uh, unfinished business. It's things that maybe were postponed from a previous meeting or were set for a certain time during the meeting. Uh, those uh, special orders are taken up next. And those are, are motions that are, again, uh, discussed, debated, and acted on at that time. And then lastly is new business. A new business, anybody, anybody in the body that wants to bring something up can do it. Now, you can have an informational agenda, which I'll talk about in a minute. Uh, but um, in fact, we're just going to take a short break for message, and then I'll talk about why it's a bad idea to adopt the agenda. Hey, I know this is the spot where there's supposed to be an ad, and I don't know if they're inserting ads automatically, but here's a short one. So if you don't have a copy of Robert's Rules of Order, let me tell you where to get one very easily. Now, there are two versions of the book. There's Robert's Rules of Order, newly revised. It's 750 pages. That's the book for parliamentarians. That's the one that you should have if you really are serious about the study of parliamentary law and Robert's Rules of Order. Now, if you're just a chair, I don't mean just a chair, but if you are a chair, you can use Robert's Rules of Order in brief. Now, in brief is only 230 pages, and it follows the rule of the 80-20 rule. It contains the 20% of the rules that are used 80% of the time. So that's a great one for chairs to peruse. And uh, if you want to make sure you get the right version of either of those books, go to my website, parliamentarian.com, and click on the link that says Order Books, and you'll see the two books there, The Robert's Rules of Order, uh, Newly Revised, that's the big one, and then the in brief is the one for chairs. If you order them right off of my website, you'll be sure and get the right one. Thanks for listening to this brief advertisement. Now, since you have learned that anybody can bring up anything in a meeting, you realize that the only reason to adopt an agenda is to limit the freedom of the body. You're basically limiting people, their free speech, to bring something up. And so any new idea, there's something that comes up that, um, that you know, somebody got an idea based upon uh, some other uh, a report or based upon somebody else's motion, any new good ideas cannot come up without a two-thirds vote. So things that could easily pass by majority are restricted because once you adopt an agenda, then to add something to it requires a two-thirds vote. So... That's the first reason why you don't want to adopt agenda is, is it limits you. So sometimes uh, unscrupulous chairs or people in power will use the agenda to uh, impose their wishes on the group. So they'll make an agenda in advance, they'll send it out, and then they'll just uh, say, okay, well, uh, all those in favor of adopting the agenda, fine. Or they'll even uh, use uh, 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 the agenda will be adopted without, um, without objection. And then that's how they keep things off. Uh, they keep things from being discussed that they don't like. And then the second reason, it's a big time waster. So uh, I was once at a, a meeting uh, that uh, was a three-hour meeting, and it took an hour and a half to adopt the agenda. Why? Because they were arguing about everything. that they were, And they ended up debating everything twice, right? People, they were afraid that their particular pet uh, subject was not going to get discussed, and so they wanted to add it to the agenda. And so they argued it twice. So that this is why we want to do this. And this is why we should add it to the agenda. And this is something we need. And then it got added to the agenda. And then they debated it all over again. 
uh, at the uh, in the later in the meeting. This is why this is a good thing. So you end up talking about things twice, and uh, and in fact, if they hadn't adopted the agenda, there was enough time in the meeting for everybody to talk about everything that they wanted to talk about. So it's the, these are the reasons why you why you shouldn't adopt an agenda. It limits your freedom, and it, and it's a big waste of time. So here is again the Roberts rule. This is how you do it properly. This is from a section 41, um, paragraph 62. In some organizations, it is customary to send each member in advance of the meeting an order of business or agenda with some indication of the matters to be considered under each heading. The headings are those things I just discussed. Uh, the, uh, the reports, the uh, old business, new business. And now back to the quote. Such an agenda is often provided for information only with no intention or practice of submitting it for adoption. Okay. So uh, you, you have an agenda to inform people, to explain to them what's going to happen. And uh, so they can mentally prepare. Maybe they'll give some thought to it. Probably not. Doesn't usually happen. But at least the information is there if people want to prepare for the meeting uh, they can look and see what's going to be discussed, and then they can prepare for it. But is it required? Which, again, is different from notice. So uh, you do have to uh, give notice of certain things. You have to give notice of bylaw amendments. You have to give notice of special rules of order being considered. But notice is different than the agenda. Uh, notice can be in a informational agenda that you publish in advance. Uh, uh, there, uh, and, and I do think it's a good idea to publish an informational agenda in advance, but do not adopt it during the meeting. It only limits you. Well, that's all for us today here at Party Pod. Thanks for joining. And remember that you can send your questions. You can either post it on our blog at parliamentarian.com or send your questions by email to Kirby at parliamentarian.com. That's K-I-R-B-Y at parliamentarian.com. We're happy to uh, get suggestions of what to address on future podcasts or answer any questions that you have. And here's hoping that you will have better, faster, more efficient, and more enjoyable meetings. Thanks. Thank you.